1: Jane how's it going Mike yo what the fuck everything's wild
2: it's wild out here it
1: is wild. how are you I'm doing great thank you yeah yeah how'd it
2: feel to wake up in Forbes
1: felt pretty fucking great <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like oh man yeah I you know I need I need a uh I need that kind of uh, what's the word validation I just, <laughs> valida- yes <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, me being myself is not enough. I need the I need the outside world to like me a lot.
1: It was really lovely. There's a piece about weed. Oh, welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm sorry. I'm already like, anyway, about me and my feelings and all of those things. You, totally
1: valid. All valid. I see you. I see you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you.
2: How much do I owe you half my therapist? Uh, I'm not paying for your therapy. No, I, I'll pay you half of what I pay my therapist.
1: Oh, nice. No, yeah, I would take that.
2: Yeah, just to say, like, I hear you, I see you. I hear
1: you, I see you. Here's a joint. Here's some food. Talk to me, Mike. <laughs> Talk to me. This is a podcast about cannabis, comedy, cooking, culture, and calling shit out, <laughs> and where Mike tells me his problems. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, man. I wish that my therapist would hand me a joint every once in a while and be like, hey, you know what? Take a breath. Yeah. Take a puff. Yeah calm down there are
1: therapists out there who are working with therapeutic psychedelics and i actually had dinner with a friend last night who is telling me about her doctor that she works with in a clinical setting and he leads her through ketamine treatments
2: fantastic
1: yeah it was so interesting to hear about it from her she it was just yeah positive incredibly positive good remapping neural pathways and shit like really 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 great reaching things that she wasn't able to reach otherwise carving
2: like carving new tributaries yeah. In the mind. I guess so. Yeah. That's exciting. Really cool. Damn. I know. I I don't I don't I don't know if I need ketamine therapy, but I hear from from everyone who says that they've tried it mm. and it's just done wonders where there has been no hope. Yeah. So beautiful.
1: Yeah, there's some excellent reporting out there actually. There's a wonderful article that I believe was in Wired. I'll I'll try and find it and post a link to it about a guy who just was on the edge. He was like in a hotel room in Hong Kong considering you know, ending his life. And then he finally found a way to ketamine therapy and it saved him. Damn. Yeah. yeah. There's some really cool, like clinical, clinical research and data going into it. And then also all of the anecdotal evidence that we have from so many friends that we know and love, who are trying all sorts of, you know, microdosing and psychedelics to help them with all sorts of stuff. So it's just really neat. In addition to cannabis to see that world opening up.
2: Absolutely. I would love to be alive long enough that now that we are allowed to do clinical trials for things like cannabis to... Just kind of like haven't I told you so, you yeah. know, I'm really excited <laughs> for like when we all just do like an I told you so parade or yeah. whatever that looks like.
1: I mean, I feel like the the older generation of heads and hippies have been doing the I told you so parade for a really long time. And that's kind of what makes them so obnoxious because they're all just like. Yeah, guys, we all know, like, this isn't new, you know, and I just feel like, no wonder they're all mad. Like, I would be mad, too. People now are like, oh, have you heard about weed or CBD? It's like, yeah, we know. (laughs) We know. We fought for it. Some of us served prison time for it. Some of us are still in jail for it.
2: Okay, so uh, not, a, not so much a parade <laughs> as much as a uh, arms-crossed, na Like, yeah, I, I want to celebrate somehow.
1: Totally. I would go to an I told you so parade, though. I think that would be really fun.
2: Everybody's, like, walking real slow. The parade takes hours. Hours. And the, but because the music, all of a sudden the marching band starts noodling, <laughs> finding new places to play. Uh-huh. You know, they'll come back to the grandstanding songs in a moment but right now that guy on the timpani or whatever is just feeling himself
1: oh yeah (laughs) there's some face painting there's like a free brownie station infused and non-infused yes yeah some distilled water alkaline
2: totally you know the floats are beautiful like you know you think you've seen flower 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 floats from the rose parade uh-huh. like you ain't seen nothing yet Yeah. Yeah. give it. Give me somebody who's got a like micro dose of mushrooms and a joint in their mouth yeah. building some floats
1: oh yeah and I bet like someone could make like a really incredible hemp float and just cover it and trim and shake and like you know glistening all green coming down Ooh. the street
2: yeah keef glitter on the cheeks
1: oh hell yeah cover
2: my beard in keef glitter
1: I just saw a girl on Instagram who had done like some crazy eye makeup tutorial where she put little tiny bits of weed on the ends of her eyelash and the post that I saw was her like fuck off haters like that weed is what fell out of my joint when I was rolling it I'm not wasting a thing these crumbs are making me beautiful and I'm celebrating the plant." it was so funny because yeah she was a bunch of people just got so mad at her they're like what are you doing putting weed on your eyelashes like smoke it
2: looking magnificent she was
1: like I look great and I'm having a ball so yeah she'd be part of it she'd be the like the marshal of the parade maybe yeah yeah I told you so parade (laughs) (laughs) and we could get um, Miss Canada Oh my gosh! Who who like repped Canada at the Miss Universe contest wearing that big weed leaf thing? She could be the she'd be top of the float, front and center with Laganja.
2: I love this so much.
1: We got to do it. The I Told You So parade.
2: The I Told You So parade.
1: Awesome. Cool. All right.
2: Well, you're all invited. Okay. Um, I've got to keep this one a little bit short because i got to run to something. So do you have a news story this week? Because you said you might, but you didn't tell me what it was.
1: I do have a very quick news story, and I also just wanted to shout out Javier for including us in Forbes in that wonderful news story. Check it out. We can grub cool cannabis careers in podcasting and chronic comedy in Forbes. So thank you for that awesome fucking write-up. This story I just wanted to share with you really quickly because it used to happen every year when I lived in New York. uh, I was working at High Times. In the lobby, every time... Like at this time every year, the Girl Scouts would set up shop because they were so smart and entrepreneurial and they just knew like – In that lobby of that building, a lot of people wanted cookies. (laughs) And they would always sell out. It was so dope. And now every year it gets reported that the Girl Scouts set up shop in front of dispensaries like across the country. And this story was being reported by Fox News about a dispensary in Illinois where a local Girl Scout troop cashed in by peddling their famous cookies and selling all of them, every single box.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Without so a question. Great job, Girl Scouts. Yeah. Selling your cookies. I sidle up next to them with some CBD lemonade, like, oh, what are you guys doing out here? Like, Get
1: out of here. Get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> also, Girl Scout cookies is a great fucking strain.
2: Dynamite strain. Mm-hmm. What is your What is your go-to Girl Scout cookie? Oh, a Samoa. I feel like that's
1: the number one. I think, right? Or Thin Mint.
2: Mm, I used to love a Thin Mint only from the freezer mm. uh, and only by the sleeve. Okay. You know, just give me the whole sleeve. Glass of milk? i've never been a cookie dunker okay yeah i've always loved like a double stuffed but only eat the cream filling leave the cookie in the inside i've never like been a dunker
1: oh you gotta dunk man wait i don't dunk in milk i dunk in hot tea that's milky milky hot tea (laughs) (laughs) i dunk my cookies in hot milky tea mike
2: (laughs) gross all i can think about is cum oh my Um, god (laughs) uh, i would love i'll try your milky tea
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. What What
2: about a? Oh, you can't do dosey dos because of the peanut butter tip. Mm-mm. Um, I do like the shortbread. I love like a plain cookie. Yeah. There's something satisfying about something that like almost bland. Just yeah. a little. Just a little sprinkle of flavor.
1: That fat ass snickerdoodle?
2: Yo. I just like saying
1: snickerdoodle. <laughs> like doodle.
2: Doodle. Uh I love a Girl Scout cookie. If I see one coming up, and now you know I'm going to grab a batch. Like I feel like I always have to have a 20 on me just in case a Girl Scout pops up so I can grab some snacks. Oh,
1: heck yes. Yeah. Always keep that 20 on you.
2: Damn right. Yeah. Uh very cool. Yeah, very fucking cool. Um,
1: so that's the news story, and I wanted to shout out my butt of the week before we introduce our fabulous guest. Of course, who is very heady.
2: Wait, can I say one more thing? Yeah, I don't have any daughters, so if anyone listening does have a Girl Scout daughter and it's legit, I would buy a pack. <laughs> legit. I don't know what a, you know. How there's like you go on Craigslist and it's like looking for a roommate who also has great feet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not looking for okay. a roommate.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
2: I don't need fake daughters coming up into my DMs. Cool. Yeah. Heard. But I'll buy a pack from somebody if they got a good daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would definitely buy a box or two. Don't DM us. <laughs> I know I made it weird, sorry. <laughs> we will buy Girl Scout cookies if if any of you listening have yeah, anyone selling those delicious boxes of cookies that are legit. <laughs>
2: now come on. Now it's weird. <laughs>
1: I shout out my butt of the week though yes, because it is also about delicious treats so at the mrs bishop who is another mary jane uh posted on her ig about making treats for her dog and i dm'd her and was like can i get those recipes and she wrote me back and there are these amazing recipes that i'll totally share if that's okay with you please. mary jane um and i'm so excited to make them for archie moo one is dog ice cream that's made with ripe bananas and yogurt, and then this is, has peanut butter, so I'm gonna use almond butter, and then she says she puts a blueberry in the middle, and she puts in a little ice cube trays, little dog ice cream treats, and then there's also one for dried apples, which will be so good for Mr. Moo.
2: Oh my gosh. I know,
1: so at the Mrs. Bishop, my bread of the week, and thank you for the awesome recipes, and a great follow, and she did that broom trick, that was where I saw the IG, that whole broom trick thing that's yeah, going around. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it's magic. And then I was like, oh, everyone's doing it. It is it's, magic. It's magic, though. It is magic. Yeah, it's totally magical. Can
2: I tell you the f- funny video I thought I would make for the broom thing, but I feel like by the time I get to it, it's just going to be past. <laughs> yeah, what? Okay, so I thought it'd be really funny if you're filming it, and you're like, oh, my God, I did the broom trick. And we start at the top of the broom, you filming the broom, and then you go all the way down, and then the bristle part is just stuck in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Standing straight up.
1: Just wedged in that ass crack. Just wedged
2: in that crack. And okay. you're like, it's magic.
1: It's magic. It's Mike's magic ass. <laughs> magic Mike. Listen, it's never too late to do anything. We can still do this. I still want to do the mannequin challenge. Oh, it, And that yeah. was like three years ago. <laughs> I'm always catching up. I just learned how to, can I actually tell you a very embarrassing, true, 100% true story? I looked up a YouTube tutorial today on how to floss.
2: Really? Yep. Oh wow. Don't
1: don't look at me with pity.
2: No pity at all. <laughs> I just love that there's like if you need an answer, YouTube's got you. I yeah. think that's awesome.
1: Uh, Lauren Hurt sent me a gif, a reaction GIF that was like this old woman flossing, and I was like, you know, I never did learn how to do that. And so while I was drinking my morning coffee, I pulled up a how to floss YouTube because I could never get the hips and the arms with the anyway, oh my now God. I, can do I it. thought
2: you meant like um for your mouth to get meat out of the cracks. No, the I don't know how to do
1: that. The dance backpack kid that's
2: why i was like looking at you with a little bit of pity i was like you don't know how to put a string through a tooth no. yo
1: i'm good with that one <laughs> but i had to uh youtube how to do the you know the thing
2: yeah the backpack kid move
1: 100 percent did that today did
2: true, you stand true up and try story.
1: yeah how'd it go great i'm so good at it <laughs> could, i just couldn't figure it out without someone showing me the
2: the hip moves yeah
1: Because it's one, two, three, one, two, three. It's not one and two and one and two. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: It does because when you look at it, it's a little hard for my brain to keep up with the actual steps.
1: Yeah, like when you switch sides, it's on the three. It's one, two, three, switch. One, two, three, switch. And I was trying to do one, two, one, two, and it wasn't working, and I was getting so frustrated. So thank you, YouTube. And I'm all caught up now. A mannequin (laughs) challenge coming your way next week. (laughs) Oh, great.
2: Followed by an ice bucket. (laughs) Putting it all on TikTok. (laughs) Follow me now. It's going to be great. (laughs) Slash awful. Yeah, that's so good. Who is your butt of the week? My butt of the week is Rebecca Morgan. So our episode last week with John Daly, we were talking about Rebecca and her incredible art. And I realized that we didn't say her instagram handle on that episode and i really want everyone to check out her artwork so it is at rebecca morgan 10 uh morgan is a n and then 10 and her i just love her art so much there's nothing else like it out there um to be honest it's it's almost sexy and it's slightly uncomfortable but overall i just can't stop looking yeah yeah it's amazing yeah so um can we intro our guest adrian Earhart because i gotta split i know you gotta split okay yeah um Thank you all for listening. Our guest today is somebody who I met through stand-up comedy, and then realized that she is also part of what I consider to be one of the most high-end, important dispensaries. I would say in California, you walk into the Higher Path, and it's just award after award after plaque after trophy after award. And Adrian Earhart has been there from the get and just grown it into this, you know, important blossoming place for people to get their cannabis, CBD, and Kind of great Instagram pictures on a throne, if I may see, be so bold. Hell yeah. Yeah, she's also a dancer. She's also a, uh, what's it called when you take like mushrooms and acid and you float through the knots? A
1: psychonaut. A
2: psychonaut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just cool as shit. And if you ever get a chance to see her perform stand up, cannot recommend it enough. Her Instagram story is dynamite. If you ever want to see someone cryogenically freezing their hips to make them work better, you know, she's all the things.
1: Yeah, she is all the things. She's fun. She's cool. She's gorgeous. She's just a fucking great hang.
2: Yeah. It was th- the best time. It was a great. I love how honest our conversation was. Yeah. Yeah. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation with
1: Adrienne Earhart.
2: Check, check. We sing it.
0: Check, check. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's gotta be like the intro now. <laughs> I didn't know. Wait, you can sing? No. I feel like everybody can sing Mm-mm. if it's on <clears> a small <throat> scale. I can't sing. How does this sound? Check. Nice. Is that okay? Sounds
0: like you're dying last breath.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all I know how to sing. <laughs> I sing like Justin Bieber ending a song. <laughs> I'm like Broadway trained, so mine's really high and nasally. Mm. Is that that's not you're supposed to sing from your diaphragm, not your nose. But,
0: like, that's the sound they like in, when you're, like, ensemble in Broadway. It's, really? like, really high and up, up there, you know?
2: I wouldn't know. You both would know because you're both, you know, from the Broadway school of arts. Mm. Can you? Mary Jane sings from her vagina, not even the diaphragm. She goes deeper than that.
1: No way, dude. <laughs> it was just a compliment that was given to me. I don't actually sing from my vagina.
2: Oh, I don't know. You know, She just has that bomb pussy.
1: You want to hear it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I'll see if I can get booked on some uh, open mics. Yeah. Will you
2: introduce yourself and tell everyone oh. who you is and what you be?
0: Yeah, I'm Adrian Earhart, uh, comedian, writer, cannabis professional, psycho, not psychopath, whatever you want to call me.
2: Yeah, you dive deep and reach far. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Vagina deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, which one do you like? What label are you most excited about right now? Uh-huh. Um, divorcee. Yeah. (laughs) We can, I mean, shit, it's on, I mean, it's, I don't even know. Are you going, (laughs) are you going through the fire right now?
0: Um, you know, it's been six months and it was rough, rough for a while there, but now I'm like, uh, dating and seeing someone exclusively and I'm very happy to be away from him.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. are you happier and were you were you ever happy being married
0: um no right like we were together six years when we got married and we made it two married um, eight total eight total yeah and uh yeah pretty much right after we got married nothing changed and like my my life was like a a bright wide tunnel that just kind of got getting more and more closed and uh we both felt it for sure and like we had been trying to break up for a while but unsuccessfully because we loved each other so much you know mm. and then uh he did what he did so it's over and now we don't speak <laughs> yeah now you're just somebody that i used to know
2: oh hit the high note yeah um what's that
1: uh somebody that i used
2: to know oh yeah
1: should do this with my vagina mm-hmm. yeah i was ba- just
2: thinking mm-hmm. like especially as a divorcee mm-hmm. that is also something he used to know mm-hmm. Oh, hot mm-hmm. today! I feel great. Yeah. I just got back in town. Good for you. I did sets all over the fucking Pacific Northwest. Like yeah. comedy is, people are loving comedy right now because we need it so hard. We need
1: it so hard, so hard yeah. to work through everyone's not only your own stuff but everyone mm-hmm. else's, the country, the nation, the globe mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on that tip, like I just saw you perform uh, not too far from here mm-hmm. a couple nights ago, and I I have never seen anyone figuring out how how to navigate anger and comedy at the same time and getting, getting laughs, but they're the kind of laughs that people are like, also like, oh damn, by the end of the set, it's like, that was really funny, but oh damn, yeah, Yeah. so like, I don't know, I didn't really see you perform before, uh, you got divorced, maybe it was because of the marriage itself.
0: Yeah, I pretty much stopped doing stand-up when I got married. Yeah, and now you're like, fucking
2: swinging hard. I'm swinging hard. Yeah. Yeah. How's it feeling? Fucking... awesome
1: that's kind of exciting <clears throat> <Yeah>. perpetually wet <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the title of this one. Juicy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's such a great that's awesome hell yes
1: that's so good do you feel like did you just sort of have a light go off and you're like i'm getting back on stage and i'm just gonna work through this all as i go- what how did it how did you come back
0: you know um i'm gonna credit max from the green room uh he'd been asking me to trying to book me for a few months and i had been saying i'm on hiatus because i wasn't willing to say i quit while i was still married um and then he was like right after the breakup he didn't know about it nobody knew about it he said why don't you come this friday and just watch the show which is such a wonderful thing to do like he's just like come come watch what you're missing and you'll get back into you know so um i was like you know what can i do a hot five and he was like yeah i'll put you up up top you know they do those like Short open. yeah, cold yeah. open. So <clears throat> he said, "Yeah," and I came, and I didn't really, I hadn't been on stage in months, mm. and I just had some angry bits that I've been writing, kind of like spewing it on Twitter a little bit, testing these premises. So it was a lot. And then after the show, a bunch of people were like, uh, "We unfollowed him." <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, it was great. And I was, people were finding out about it that night, that's the night I kind of, and then I posted a picture on Instagram of me like with my arm up and a mic at the the Greener show, just like this is where I announced like I'm single, we're getting divorced, you know? And that was like one month after the breakup. So I spent two weeks in bed, Mm. two weeks getting my shit together, and then I got back on stage and then I moved and then I froze my eggs and then I filed for divorce and then I started
2: dating. And you dipped yourself in ice.
0: And now I'm injured from going too hard to be frank. And I go to cryo uh, almost every day because it's the only thing that gives me pain relief right now. I'm not going to pump myself full of like Advil and shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Jesus. Well, thanks for the table of contents for this episode. <laughs> yeah. like, we'll get to all of it. <laughs> That's yeah. like page six through 10. This is 11 who through I am 14. As a person, yeah. 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 Goddamn. Here's what we're
0: going to talk about. Here's
1: the thing. And it's in
2: <laughs> You did bring talking points for us on our podcast. We were so fucking prepared. <laughs>
1: the cryo is fascinating yeah. to me. What is that? mean
0: I mean cryo has a lot of benefits I have a video of the guy telling me all of them and I was like this is a minute and 45 seconds I'm not posting this to my stories but it's like pain relief inflammation weight loss cellulite your skin your uh, metabolism like I did nothing last week different than the week prior uh, as far as eating and exercise in fact I actually ate worse and I lost four pounds
2: whoa just sitting in a bath it's not a bath is it's this
0: a, like a chamber it's a chamber. Of have cooled cold secrets secrets (laughs) Harry Potter's in there Voldemort's in there oh I said it no no I actually tried it like a few months ago for funsies because I know the guy that works there and I was like cool yeah that was great and then when I got hurt uh it's literally the only pain relief I get I walk in there with a limp and I walk out a pimp (laughs) seriously I I blast rap music like this morning I went in and he's like what do you want to listen to and I was like uh Ticket to the House by Trick Daddy. Yes. And he was like, fuck yeah. And we both were rapping together. Um, because you got to move, otherwise you'll fucking freeze in there, you know? And then the next lady after me put on Whitney Houston.
1: <laughs> wow. I know. I was like, I'll just, i just sit over here. Just getting your cells melted while she's singing I Will Always Love You. Mm, it was uh, when I Want to Dance with Somebody.
0: Oh. So, so I was jamming.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: That's a great choice. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's no Ticket to the House.
1: Yeah. 305. I'm from Florida, so. Um com- I know a little bit about your cannabis journey. Mm-hmm. I want to hear, like, how did it, how did it start? How did you end up where you are now? Because you run the higher path.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, a few of us do. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it all started in, uh, 2003. 2003, <laughs> no 2001. Um, I started smoking weed when I was 17 and, uh, I'm from Florida. So I got thrown in cuffs a lot in public places that's just kind of a rite of passage and then they
2: just like meaning that they like sit on the curb and think about it and then we'll unlock and then cups, we'll take yeah. these cuffs search off a car then, yeah
0: make sure that it's not the gateway drug that leads to cocaine and never i've never done cocaine in my life and i'm 30 years old so i'm not gonna do it either um so they'd yeah they'd search my car and then uh, send us on our way typically or ask if someone was trying to rape me
2: which is an excuse to search your car, were they genuinely like this? this genuinely Florida Florida's fucked up. Because
0: like typically, place. I'd be like chilling with a homie in a public park, smoking a blunt or something, and they'd be like, "Is he trying to use weed?" <laughs> to, oh yeah. To fuck her in the park. uh Yeah, it never was that. But I was always like, "I appreciate your concern. Very nice." Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. I was a little asshole. I, at one time, I asked one of the cops uh what 187 on a motherfucking cop meant, and he turns around, he's like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, it's from a Sublime song, and I've always wondered. And he goes, it means murder. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, I know. C- please go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> click, click. Yeah. And then uh, I Damn. went a few years without smoking weed because my first husband did not allow it. Um, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Very controlling. Uh, we went to Amsterdam, and I was not allowed to smoke weed.
1: Whoa. <clears throat> Have you been back since? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Phew! <laughs> so after
0: that relationship ended, I picked up weed again, and then immediately got arrested on my first date with my now almost second ex-husband, and uh, that's kind of started my journey into being angry about it. Hold mm.
2: up! You you were curb curb arrested over and over and over, and then you got real arrested yeah. for it. What was the charge? Possession, possession
0: and uh, paraphernalia. 'Cause you had a pipe or yep, something. I had a pipe. In Afraidy, California? In Florida.
1: Okay.
2: So where they don't fuck around. They don't fuck around.
0: Well, he was training a rookie. So oh, you were an example. And I was three weeks away from leaving for grad school in Seattle. Like roommates lined up and everything. And I was just trying to get some quick dick while I was going through my divorce, trying not to go back to my ex for that, you know? And this young kid, he's five years younger than me, I saw him in an open mic and I was like, that'll do for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanna smoke weed in my car? Sure. And then got popped. And, uh, yeah, it changed my whole fucking life. Uh, I couldn't go to grad school.
1: Which school were you going to go to?
0: UW Seattle. Whoa. Oh, you
2: you were going to escape Florida to go across the country and like have the life that you were set out to have.
0: Yeah. A normal life. Like not in comedy. What were you going to study? Uh, master's in computational linguistics because my bachelor's are in linguistics and computer science. So coding natural language parsing using artificial language anyway i was doing that i was gonna do that and then uh i couldn't leave the state i had to take a class and my mom who was gonna help me like fly there and pay for books and stuff like that like withdrew support not not just because of the arrest i mean i was going through it i was going through a divorce i was dating a 22 year old like i was 27. Shit was fucked up you know um and then yeah when we i had to stay so i started dating him and to hang out with him i had to go to open mics And then i started doing comedy and then a year later we moved to la together and then he got a job at a vape company and i got a job doing promo modeling for them at cannabis cups Uh, initially it was just show up sell dabs (laughs) first learn what dabs are Ah. (laughs) sell dabs uh and then eventually i was running the booth Mm -hmm. and booking things and and you know be in charge of it and then i became their social media manager and then i got a job as a bud tender at the higher path and I've left a couple times to do other things because they the schedule didn't work out with comedy for me when I was a butt tender. I, I was constantly having to leave at night and do stuff.
2: Wait. Stop, time out. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do like 90s jams this whole ep cool. All right. Well, um, so you're smoking some hay in the middle of the barn and you go from like a dab gal to like looking around and being like I want to rise in the ranks here, Mm -hmm. or I'm bored, or I just have so much value to add, Mm -hmm. or I care about this community. Like I, a majority of like, you know what I'm saying? Well, also
1: because I, so when I was at high times, I was going to these cannabis cups and I was like really surveying that whole culture. And Mm -hmm. you're saying like, you were working it from the inside as a promo person at Mm -hmm. those booths and really Mm -hmm. seeing like, the culture from the inside what what a strange fucked up world that is dabbing
0: all day while working and like while ordering food for everybody and Mm -hmm. selling you know i'm a great salesperson Mm -hmm. because when i believe in the product you're gonna buy it Mm -hmm. i can sell it to an old person you know Mm -hmm. um and dabs are great like as far as being cost effective and clean they're non carcinogenic and I have asthma. So that was a really, you know, like, a relief for me. I just had the unfortunate part of the dab community was I need a very tiny amount to be high, even when I was dabbing continuously, like a tiny amount, like an eye booger size amount. And um, I always felt a lot of pressure to do more. And I let someone once give me a really big dab and then I, like, exorcist style puked in the car on the way home. My ex husband was so mad. Um, I don't let people pressure me that way anymore. And furthermore, if somebody does, I'm like, hey, man. That's not what we're about that's not the community and what you're doing is giving us a bad name yeah so let me dab how i want to dab i used to dab and go to the gym yeah super lemon lemon haze has a lot of pinene which is a bronchodilator for my asthma was good um and it worked out for a while and then i think i just got like too much in my system and i like had a panic attack from it one day and i just backed off Mm -hmm. and i hardly smoke weed right now because i'm going through a divorce i don't want to trigger anything I do smoke sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my my journey. I went from bud tender, came back manager, came back. Now I'm marketing director operations. Um, why just- did
2: why what were you doing that? Sh- I, we get a lot of people who are like, "Yo, it just legalized here," or "I'm <clears> going <throat> to school in this new place." And it, like a lot of people want to get in the game, mm-hmm. but I think that a lot of people would just like go apply to a dispensary now. But mm-hmm. instead, you worked from being on the floor and just like rolling bowls around to how did you just show that you knew what the fuck you were doing because it sounds like you raised in the ranks really quickly at a pretty high-profile place I did.
0: yeah um there are very knowledgeable people always that work at the higher path and um ariana bean was the first one to uh teach me about like cbd and the benefits and i just listened and watched and then the owner of the higher path jerry Kylo kylo one of the biggest cannabis activists in the world he um isn't around as much but when he comes he bestows so much knowledge and i just would soak it up and take notes and and do my own research on it mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i wanted to be able to answer every question anybody had on the floor and i got to a point where i could and then um they were like you should be telling other people this stuff so then i would and then i'm also like type a ocd so i would be very organized and i'd be like we should be ordering this in advance you know and i have i worked at abercrombie as a manager for a while so in I, florida yeah yo <clears throat> so
1: you know how to like stock a store
0: yeah i'm like retail trained and i got moved up in the ranks very quickly there as well partially because i put highlights in and lost some weight
2: and uh yeah we can have you standing around these shirts dudes are going to want to come in and chat they
0: promoted me on a a tuesday morning at 8 a.m when i had vodka on my breath and a hickey on my neck that's yeah. an and they to were like, t- you're perfect. <laughs> 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 we're going to move you to the beach. I was like, fuck yeah. High profile.
1: <laughs> I used to, uh, when I lived in New York, I uh, worked near the Hollister store. Yeah. And like all of the dudes who would stand outside the Hollister store, like the big handsome surf dudes were all like that. Like they were all hungover as fuck mm. and like, yeah, totally covered in the night before. But they looked awesome. I you worked wanted at to go um, in.
0: Planet Hollywood in Times Square in New York City when I was dancing there. Oh yeah? It was so much. Oh Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot of I've lived a lot of lives and the conglomeration of those skills and knowledge accrued made me a viable asset at the Higher Path and mm-hmm. now I've car- carved out like this position. Technically it's marketing director. I do a lot of marketing stuff and I have a team. I have a social media manager, I have a graphic designer. I have a, uh, an assistant but like
1: dope assistant. <clears throat>
0: Sarah's the best. What um, up, Sarah. <laughs> hey, Sarah. <laughs> On top of that, I do like operation stuff just because I can fill that hole. You know, I mm-hmm. can keep the retail flow moving. I can. I'm, a, you know, computer programmer. So when they need like Excel stuff, it's me that goes. You know, that, that does that. Yeah. So I, I like to stay actively involved and bestow knowledge. Men, I have no problem teaching a guy anything when he asks for it. But a woman, even if she doesn't ask for it, I will offer the help to her because I feel really, really like what's the word compelled yeah to help women in a way that women helped me Mm -hmm. so that's in my cannabis journey it's about being responsible it's about non-judgmental if you just do cbd if you just do tinctures if you don't smoke at all if you smoke sometimes if you smoke every day if you smoke all day every day whatever you do it's fine everyone's gotta be cool with it just stay knowledgeable and don't give anybody um any cannabis products that they don't understand yeah that's a really big part of what i what i believe in
1: and happens all the time to i mean i have a lot of friends who will you know just ask me they're like you know i went to a dispenser i got something that i didn't really want they mm-hmm. kind of pushed it on me anyway <laughs> because i didn't really know what i was up to and it just sounds like the bud tenders that a lot of people are encountering are just not that knowledgeable yeah. in a lot of places and a lot of you know like good legal shops are still hiring people who aren't necessarily like top of the game.
0: I think part of it is the entitlement of millennials. I'm going to throw that out there. (laughs) And then part of it is other shops have a really high turnover because they don't have incentives and atmosphere that keeps someone there. And it takes a long time to accrue that kind of knowledge. And a lot of on the floor training, listening to somebody beside you sell and talk to somebody with cancer and have compassion and listen, um, that's a hard skill to learn. And you really can only learn that with time. Yeah. So if you don't make the place an awesome place to work, you won't keep your staff. We have a really low turnover rate. That's awesome. We've had people there for years.
1: I can't imagine anyone like <clears throat> you know. I worked at uh, like a great restaurant in New York, Cafe Luxembourg, for mm-hmm. a, a long time, and it took me like you know a good six months before I fully had like a working knowledge of the menu yeah. and the wine list. It's the same deal, yep. right? Like to actually know the inventory and and like what how to talk to a customer about what they want. It, mm-hmm. it takes some. Like experience and yeah real and then training
0: to turn around and have the chutzpah to talk to somebody as uh, intimidating as me and tell me feedback
2: mm-hmm.
0: like what would help the floor run better or what products you know so that's something uh, I've been working on. I'm a very strong personality, mm-hmm. and um, I've definitely, at the higher path, softened with uh, the sensitive artists. Everyone there is an artist. Everyone who works there is an artist in some way. Yeah. It's wonderful, and uh, it's it's given me a lot of skills with with talking to different kinds of people in a
2: different tone, and I really love it. I wish we could Jurassic Park you. <laughs> For real. Now that's the DNA we want. That's, we need more DNA.
1: Well, I've been through a lot
2: so well it's just that like the reason all my homies are just like going to the unlegal market is one prices and how expensive everything is mm-hmm. but two i need it's like yo my homie gym is my trusted plug mm-hmm. so why would i go anywhere else especially a store where people are like i feel like i'm being sold a bill of goods instead of like a relationship and yeah. that's i don't know that's why i don't really <clears throat> fuck with a lot of dispensaries to mm-hmm. be honest it's just like, no, nah, I don't know if I trust you. I
1: hundred yeah. percent don't. I mean, I, you, like, I know I would trust you coming into the higher mm-hmm. path, but I mean, places she'll go unnamed. But I went yeah. into a, a very fucking fancy new dispensary on Melrose and uh, was walked around by someone who went by like a you know an assumed weed name. I was like, well, that's cute. And she knew like, like a Mary stripper Jane. name. Oh, <laughs> hey, we out here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Mary Jane, exactly. I'm a weedster. Yeah, it was, yeah. Her name was you know. Hazy or whatever. And uh, oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> gag me with a
1: spoon. Oh my God. And she really didn't know. Anything. Like, she showed me a lot of brand books and she talked to me a lot about Dozist. And I was like, cool. So, what else are you going to tell me about? You know, it was just, yeah, it was a bummer because she worked in arguably one of the places that's getting a lot of attention because it's got a lot of money behind it. And I think that that's part of the California situation right now.
0: Yep. Right? Taxes are really high. Fucked. People don't understand why they're so high. And part of that is to support Proposition M, which is the police task force to shut down illegal shops. It's expensive to get those shut down. And we're paying them for that you know, mm-hmm. as well as like all the staff for the BCC and every other compliance agency that's running metric, everything everything costs to staff up and everyone's just kind of throwing shit at the wall right now trying to figure it out. Like when, when my assistant messes up on something, I'm like, you are a very smart, educated person who made this mistake on this platform. Imagine the other people who work in other shops <laughs> making these same errors, like you're fine. We'll figure it out, you know? so. Cannabis is a very nebulous, weird territory still, but I highly recommend you shop at a licensed shop that has certificates of analysis, batch testing. You can always tell what's in your in your vapes. Yo, What's in your weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: On this <clears throat> recent tour, thank you all for all of the gifts. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, a lot of them probably not gonna try. Yeah. But I deeply I'm deeply thankful that you thought of me. Oh you're not a fan
0: something. of uh or and piperonyl butoxide and
2: if I knew what they were <laughs> Michael
0: Dutinil turns into hydrogen cyanide. Uh huh. Oh piperol- I don't I know Bitoxied. what cyanide is. Pyroidal butoxide turns in it's a, the fog bomb material. Uh-huh. And then vitamin E acetate is the actual additive that's causing people to get sick. The popcorn lung causes coagulation in the bronchioles, yep. Mm. So not great. not great. Not great. Do you
1: perform high sometimes? Never if I Never. can help it.
0: I mean, I did at the green room because Wolfie handed me a joint, and honestly, I felt like I was on display because a bunch of people were like looking towards the stage and we were there and my silhouette was there and I felt like pressured to mm-hmm. but I wish I'd been like after because I was a little bit all over the place mm-hmm. and not as angry and I really need to be angry right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> here is some comedy for you to enjoy. I will begin now. Like
0: that? Uh, yeah, kind of I'm like who's 24 in here? You fucking people's husbands? <laughs> 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 Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I what cucks. a weird
2: group to come see you perform. I know, <laughs> adulterous, teen, uh, young, twenty somethings,
0: adulteresses and cucks. That's what's in my audience. Oh man. Yo,
2: make that tour poster though. Yeah. When cucks you have only. your hour, cucks yeah, cucks only. Cuts only. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. I love it. Wait, what about when you were back in the daying? What's on your watch?
0: <clears throat> my assistant's hitting me up. I'm, Do you have time? I'm, I'm on the clock. It's okay.
2: This is promo. F- you're doing yeah. God's work right <laughs> this now. This is media. Yeah. yeah, I
0: don't Press. have a. Me- I don't have a hard out until like 45 more minutes. We're good. Okay, okay.
2: tell her to chill at her job. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. Sarah, back the fuck off. She's <laughs> so good. She's so good. <laughs> she's like writing hi do you need an out is it going bad i'll call you on an emergency and make something up she's
0: asking me about mcps and distro licenses yeah oh man
2: (laughs) Uh, we should have her on and fall asleep you Um, should have her
0: on she's hilarious yeah she is so funny i didn't realize i'm learning who i am as a person with like programs that i'm doing outside of comedy and work and you know just trying to be a better person a softer person figure out who i am again after this divorce Mm. and uh she makes this noise Whenever I—I uh, I didn't realize when she was making it, but she goes "wee oo wee oo," and it's when I've said something too horny and she's a little uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love her.
0: <laughs> and then if I go a little too graphic, which I do because I'm a comic, or too dark, she'll go like she's gonna throw up. <laughs> and her newest one that she does is, uh, "Guys, so dark in here. Can you turn the lights on?" when I've said something like super like dad beating dark or something and she's just like huh,
1: ah! best kind of assistant you could ask for She's the best yeah yeah like, not a gatekeeper necessarily but yeah like a wing person and
0: like she I didn't know but I figured out her noises and now I know when to like okay let me chill <laughs> let me chill out wait what's that one for uh when I've grossed her out or like oh. too much like too mushy about like the guy I'm dating or something she'll be like <laughs> <laughs>
1: does she do the uh
0: no. No. Oh, What's that for?
1: Um, it's like to emphasize a point or say like Oh, okay, Cardi's. You know. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. do it. I, I always have dry mouth. So
0: yeah. you did it. N- yeah, nice, Mike. Yeah,
2: well, I had a tongue ring. I've got a lot oh. of extra oh. muscles. My, I have abs in one place, and it's on my tongue. You have super tongue strong. Abs? Yeah, super strong. Here, wait. Hand. Let me give you a pen. Oh mm. yeah. Do yeah, some Yeah, I worked do some at Spencer Gibbs while you were at Abercrombie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we would have met at Chick-fil-A in the food court. Yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> had no. a good time. Yeah,
2: walking around. <laughs> hey, do you want to try that orange chicken okay. sample from Panda Express and, and just see like, what it's like?
0: Hey, what's up? Check out SoCalor color new fragrance.
1: Meanwhile, I was on a fishing boat in Alaska. You, what? So much better four years damn (laughs) that
2: was my abercrombie that's crazy i was like i was wearing puka shells from you tongue rings from me and eating fish from your boat yep yo you know i had piercings
0: too this i just recently re-pierced my nose uh it was so cheap because they went right through the old hole i had my lip i had my tongue i had my eyebrow not all at the same time
2: Mm. wait Um, lip like side (laughs) ring or a septum side ring right here a little side ring oh to balance out the nose ring
0: yeah so i had those two and then I took the lip out and i had those two and then i took that out and i got the tongue ring and then my mom paid me a lot of money to take it out
1: mm, it's because it's bad for your teeth
0: she just was like what are you doing she didn't like yeah. the way it looked. Yeah. Mm. i like i had hit it for so long and then i like yawned one day and she was like <laughs> oh my god she's not approved by any means but she was like what message are you trying to set She that's not even how she talks she sounds a lot like me mm-hmm. a little meaner maybe
2: Damn. Let's talk about her. I know a <laughs> no. little about her. Come on. We got to talk a little about about her. my mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah not in awesome. like not in disparaging ways. Everything you've told me about her is dope. She just like she um. what I'm leaning towards is the fact that you have eggs in a freezer uh-huh. somewhere right yeah. now. And it's because she was like, yo, we're going to get your life right after this divorce. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She, she stepped in and was like, let's let's freeze those babies. And uh, get them on ice. They chilling. They chilling in Sherman Oaks right now.
2: What's that like to like, you were doing injections? Your IG story's great. Let's just plug your Instagram right now (laughs) so people can follow it. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Craydrian. Follow me.
2: C-R-A-Y.
0: D-R-I-E-N-N-E. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I was uh, fucking going through it, dude. And getting a bunch of STD tests after what happened in the divorce. And my doctor was like, well, do you want to check out your uterine situation too and see if you're viable for whatever and do you want to think about birth control if you're going to be dating now and like it just led to another conversation of like do you want kids and that's kind of part of also part of why we ended up breaking up because I was like I want the option one day Mm -hmm. and with him there was no option wow yeah and I had agreed so I can't really get mad about that that I reneged on on the contract you know but I wasn't sure I wanted kids but I just kind of thought maybe I wanted them anyways um I'm still not sure I want them but mm-hmm. they were like, let's let's do it. Let's freeze it. So yeah, I, uh, I got checked out. Everything got checked out. Blood tests and all that. I'm good. And then I had to shoot myself in the stomach with shots. I did. Th- this is the most insane day when I started this procedure. I went to the doctor. I got my blood tests. <laughs> I went to court <laughs> and filed for divorce. <laughs> uh, I went to work for a few hours. And then I went home and shot myself in the stomach for the first time. Never shot myself with a needle before. And then I went to a Clippers game with my assistant and my friend, Sabrina. Wow. And then I came home and had sex. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Living the life. Holy smokes. That was the big... November
0: 20th was the busiest day of my life. Yeah. (laughs) And the most, like, life-changing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It it was an intense process, the shots, and then my belly got big like I was like a couple months pregnant. Which, Is it because the eggs are growing? Yeah, the eggs are growing and then you're like bloating to get make room for your ovaries getting big and Cause stuff. Because they get
1: a whole bunch at once, right? Yeah, yeah. 16. Woo!
2: So you're like a pinata. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was, cool. The, that was the most difficult part was losing my abs for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, especially after like going through a divorce where somebody told me that my body was part of the reason they didn't want me anymore you know so i was just like
1: i gotta okay. have abs all the time and stuff just fuck that guy i'm sorry i have to just yeah. seriously say that one million times especially fuck as like guy. a
0: dancer who already had body dysmorphia i was like bro yeah you know so i'm going through that right now that's why i'm working out so hard and trying to you know stay hot um but the, the it went down after the procedure and then i got an iud put in at the same time which one loretta 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 okay Lareda. i had the marina <laughs> It's not Miranda, It's progesterone only. Okay, because I have cysts on my ovaries, so they needed some regulation there. But I was like, pop an IUD in there because I don't want to have a whoopsie baby. Yeah, and with some con- comic that I'm, you know, I don't fuck comics. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> with some dude that I don't know that well. You yeah, know what I mean, I'm not. I'm not like. Oh god, I got to have a baby and get married again. Like I do not feel that. Especially now that I froze my eggs, there's no more gun to my uterus. I do hope to like take the IUD out, have a long-term relationship and organically get pregnant one day, mm-hmm. but it's good to have this backup especially as I get older and then the eggs are still good and viable.
1: Hell yeah. Yep. It's so good to plan. <clears throat> yeah. Ma- like map things out. I'm very new to this yeah. in my life, but it's very cool to feel just a little bit in control. Just have a pl- you know a backup.
0: It's like half control and half nebulous. So it's in control in the fact that I have the option open, but nebulous because I don't have a partner and I don't have a guarantee that I will have a child. So it's just I'm just leaving that to the universe.
2: Yeah. Do you need some genes like mine? Even though <laughs> I won't be involved. You want to come in a cup? Yeah. Someday.
0: Uh, if I'm think? 40 and I don't have a kid yet, uh-huh. hit me up
2: huh i don't know it might be off the table by then to be honest you will be yeah it's probably not going to happen then so that's my All wife right. saying no got it <laughs> she's such we a good manager we <laughs> on. Yeah. you can sell that shit mike i know i've thought about selling it yeah yeah this isn't about me this is about you do you guys. have Tay Sachs? what is it
0: Tay sex have you been tested you're jewish right yeah we always have uh, the propensity to have Tay Sachs when you're jewish what is that it's a congenital disease that only people Jews of get? jewish lineage have yeah
2: congenital meaning heart
0: congenital meaning passed down through your genes okay and so gen- a couple words i gotta gen- look up con means Te- with gen means generational inside your body okay mm-hmm. it means it has a propensity to
2: so mm-hmm. so what do i maybe <clears throat> have inside me because i'm jewish tay sacks okay i don't know what that is yeah, get tested um like braca like Wait, one? Is it, yeah. what? What is it? Is it a dick disease?
0: <laughs> no. It's, I think it's a blood disease. Oh, I don't actually okay. know. I don't have <laughs> what it. What do you think is wrong with you? <laughs> That's opinion? what I'm asking.
2: Ta- I'm hearing the word Tay-Sachs. Are you Ashkenazi Jewish? And I'm like, yo, what's up with my sack? Uh, <laughs> like, what, what's wrong in there? You have Tay of them. I have Tay of them, yeah.
1: you got tay <laughs> Not one, but Tay. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Listen, I got my own genetic weirdness from my fucking, you know...
2: I don't want to do any of that stuff. 23 Me <laughs> is a trick so that I know, they, they have can, like, my, my genes. I'm not
0: yeah. doing that. Yeah. But now you I know I'm, just... a, I'm a Jewish viking.
2: Oh, Fah. that's For hot. sure, for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, I can imagine you in a breastplate, Xena like, <laughs> style. Every time I tell someone I'm
0: Jewish viking, they're like, I see both of those. Because yeah. I have, like, the neurotic Jewish brain, and then I have, like, blonde hair and muscles, so. Yeah. And, and rack. I and I rape everyone. <laughs> it's not rape if he comes. I'm just kidding.
1: It's all consensual. It's all consensual. And you're good with a paddle, or like in a long boat. Can you row across long stretches of water and then go probably, pillage? Probably. Is what I'm saying. I do get
0: seasick. That's the jew.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: And I have a. Oh, that's a funny character. Viking with dramamy. Oh, <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> a
1: seasick, neurotic Viking. Like, are we there yet? <laughs> We're going the wrong way. <laughs> the star's oh, over there. It's very cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that
0: sounds like. That's perfect. Let's write it. Let's submit that now.
1: I think we should make this a short film, guys. I think we just came up with a great fucking idea.
2: (laughs) Excuse me, excuse
0: me. I can't play myself because I really do get seasick. (laughs)
2: Perfect. We need that puke. (laughs) Keep
1: your eyes on the horizon. Yeah, I tried.
0: I threw up underwater once when I was scuba diving in Australia. That's impossible. Yeah, into my regulator. I had to purge it. What? Fish were coming and eating it and stuff. It was (laughs) crazy. Yeah.
1: Wow. I can't believe you didn't fucking drown.
0: Ah, Me too, dude. And it was right after open water came out
1: oh no Mm -mm. the most terrifying
0: it was a two hour boat ride to the reef and then we went under and then I did settle down eventually my mom was puking too I got that stomach from her and then uh, we had we we ordered a tour guide we ordered click add to cart Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) we (laughs) booked a tour guide
1: It for like dinner, though. <laughs> <laughs> like sliced tour guide. Yum! Oh, okay. <laughs> oh,
0: it's a delicacy in Australia. Yeah. No, because uh, sure I because after seeing open water, I was like, I need someone to count the people yeah. and, and be worried if there's not enough.
1: You need someone topside yeah. who's yeah got your back. So we puked the
0: whole way there and then puked the whole way back. And like one of the Aussies, she's like handing me a bag to puke in, and I was like. Oh, I can't! I can't do this. I'm I'm just gonna puke over the edge. And she was like, it, "It's hard to tell you this, but like you're grossing out everybody. So you you, you puke in the bag and you throw it, and it's uh, biodegradable. So just just go ahead and do that. It's uh, really nasty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bomb
2: Australian action, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, between the two of you. Oh yeah. man! Wow. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I can't do oceans either. How much time do you have now? Thirty-three minutes. No, it's just Slack. <laughs> i It's a bad
0: habit to look at the notifications on my iWatch, and I got the iWatch so that I wouldn't be on my phone. But literally, I go, "Oh shit!" and then I pick up my phone and yeah. I got to answer something. But like, because I'm always on the clock, and uh, I can't turn off. I'm, that's when I'm working. I'm working on 2020. Working on finding my chill.
1: How many apps do you have going at any given time? For work? Yeah, because you just said Slack.
0: Slack. Yeah. When I, when I work, Asana. Uh, technically, Instagram, because I have to monitor that as well. Email, text. Uh, WhatsApp? No.
1: Skype? Zoom. Mm. TikTok? Zoom. Snapchat?
0: GoToMeeting. Jesus. Google Hangouts. Whoa. Uh, Dropbox.
1: Dropbox? Just randomly throughout the day? Yeah, that's where we keep our files. A lot of our files.
0: I mean, pff, they're clouded in a secured vault safe in Switzerland. There's no files
2: on Dropbox. Do you like this? <laughs> what? this whole thing what whole thing i don't know you got like 40 things going on that you're in charge of including your life Uh do you like it or do you wish that like do you wish that like you i mean like yo it's a lot Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. i don't know if i could handle it i'm
0: an exhausting person
2: yeah
1: but i feel like you have a lot Going on all the time too. Yeah, and don't we busy? all?
2: But I don't owe. I do too. Yeah, but I don't. I don't have a team. I'm running. Like uh, I have nobody that I owe anything to, you're except shark. for myself. Yeah, and like I care about you in this podcast. But like I don't owe anyone <laughs> anything.
0: It's just my job. Comedy is myself and. My programs are myself and my exercise is myself.
1: But you're both very strategic. I would say like you're very strategic in how you've remained like a, you know, a solo independent <coughs> person moving through the world on your own. And you're very strategic in how you rose through the ranks to mm-hmm. command a team. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. And they're both ch- totally chosen paths. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Do you know your personality yeah, type? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the plug. Yeah. <laughs> do you know
1: your Myers-Briggs
0: personality?
2: I've never taken it, but I'd like to. I Can think... I do a quickie version somewhere and probably? It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it.
0: I'm ENTJ, the commander.
2: Oh. Uh, can you break it down a bit? Ex- I don't know. Extroverted,
0: uh, uh, analytical, um, lacking compassion, and uh, very into rules. Mm. So. I just know my moon is an Aquarius. Uh, <laughs> Aquarius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aquarius. Um, what is the other one? Enneagram? Or what is the one that you did? You did some test. Where yeah, you... Leah
2: Knauer told me to take one. Oh. On Basic Witches? Yeah. Yeah. Plug. Yo, yeah. hot pod Shout listen out to my basic. episode
0: on basic witches yes i went fucking hard
1: <laughs> 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 they'll get it out yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they <will>. trigger warning <laughs> i've cried every time yeah i think i've done it twice now and i've cried when both times. when uh she
0: pulled my tarot card oh when la Forest pulled my tarot card i teared up yeah it was uh ostara a, a, a blonde chick wearing a flower crown holding a basket of eggs
1: oh my god
2: no shit wow and i wore Special. a
0: flower crown as midsummer costume for halloween mm-hmm. so it was like oh my god like and i asked for like what's my guidance mm-hmm. what's my what project should i be focusing on and then it was basically like the one that's in your head right now and it's my podcast which is coming out soon yeah, hell it yeah let's plug
1: that what is it glitching okay
0: it's about the coincidences and deja vus that you feel that kind of feel like a glitch in the matrix like something intervened and like poked its finger through the sacred geometry to like give you that knowledge or that experience good or bad yeah um and i also talk about linguistics i have a segment called linguistics yeah. <laughs> language nerd alert Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm a big nerd and then another segment called semiotic scream um, and then another one called That's a Wrap, and they are very fun. Is I'm
1: semiotics fun. scream like a bondage <laughs> segment? What is that? Oh,
0: so semiotics <laughs> is the study of signs. Why
2: are your fingers crossed, Mary Jane? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh please, please. please. <laughs> These aren't cupping scars on my back. It's from uh, being hooked to a ceiling. Ooh. <laughs> For your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I hang from it while I have a mic on my face. Listening. Uh, no, semiotics is a study of signs. Uh, like um, when someone says a word to you, whatever the image is in your head that you think of, that that's your semiotic stream. Mm-hmm. So I, would, I say a word and then my guest says a word and then back and forth, back and forth until we figure out what's bothering you. Whoa. And you're at that point probably hopefully screaming away from the mic. Um, and then that's a rap is my favorite um, rap lyrics that are just linguistically beautiful. Lot I love rap. Uh, li- probably yeah And mm. like honestly Lil Wayne Eminem um, And then foreign languages too Because I listen to a lot of foreign rap I just listen to rap in general That's I'm from Florida uh, I feel like I can explain that Did
2: you Have you heard Lil Wayne's new album Funeral uh, Yeah
1: Mahogany is my favorite
2: Oh song. it's so good I don't talk shit I do shit Yep Except mm. show
1: up When you're paid to play Yeah Fuck you Lil I've Wayne I've seen him fucking dip twice <laughs> For sure Well he just didn't show up at life is beautiful He was like Not yeah. not coming on stage I don't want to listen to this trap music <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the man. girl's all
0: wearing fishnet tights. It's hard to fuck them in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, yes. they're they're busy, Lil Wayne. They're busy fucking my husband. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm not better. I'm fine. I'm fine.
1: Yes. I'm fine. You are fucking fine.
0: <laughs> I'm only dating hot guys now, and it feels fucking awesome because I didn't know I could. And uh, I'm really leaning into it. Like, yeah. I asked my and I was like, what do you think my type is? And she was like, objectively attractive.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Abercrombie style.
0: Nice. Kind of.
2: No? Yeah square jaw no like loose jaw
0: like a dapper (laughs) i like handsome i like handsome
2: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's so fair oh wait i want to go back (laughs) because we're talking about glitches and the system and everything Mm -hmm. and um you the second time we ever met was i was mary jane got me the hookup plug at uh edc Mm -hmm. And you were stretching to go dance, <laughs> while the acid was kicking in. at EDC. At EDC, uh, yeah, I remember yeah. it so vividly because, like, I turned around, and I was like, "Oh my god, how are you doing?" And you were doing like lunges yeah. to get the legs loose, yeah. as like everything was cooking inside. Like, yeah. we're a group of psychonauts here. Yeah, I was yeah. starting to
0: peak. My husband was DJing and I am, you know, a ride or die. I was super loyal. So I was like barking people in to come dance by dancing myself. And to do that, I was like, I got to warm up. I got to fuck this shit up,
2: you know? Yeah. Ah. But more, I'm more interested in your like psychedelic situation.
0: I uh, microdose acid semi-frequently. Um, it's my favorite one. Mushrooms just give me such a stomachache. I do appreciate the journey and I go hiking um, with that taking mushrooms Mm -hmm. um i've done dmt a couple times ayahuasca a couple times and um
2: how was that ayahuasca and dmt Mm.
0: dmt was amazing i've never been the same since i came back it was like peeking into another world where they're they're like this is what we got going on over here you can come look but then go back get out yeah did you hear
1: someone tell you get out or go back
0: without verbally saying it Mm -hmm. they were it was i saw elves or gnomes whatever you want to call them and I, I hadn't done any research on DMT I didn't know that people saw these things yeah and they were like pushing wheelbarrows of color around and my buddy said that I, so we used a dab rig for the DMT and I like fell back immediately and then just started giggling they said because they showed up and they were like oh hey <laughs> And they were like pushing color around. And it, it felt very much like, she's here, put on the show, you know? And then they were like slowing down and then they were like, you're done. And then all of a sudden I was sitting at a dinner table with a bunch of lizard people, reptilians, which I've discovered Holy now fuck. are draconian. And I was like uncomfortable because everyone was just like quietly like looking at me. And then I looked at the mom and then it did like that fucking Ken Burns zoom in that you see in, in like just real slow. And she didn't say it, but she was saying, you're done. Go home. And i uh s- opened my eyes and sat up for a second and then i was like i want to go back and i laid back and i was able to go back to the same fucking dinner table and she was like no seriously you're done and then i sat up and i was like yes ma'am
1: <laughs> <laughs> whoa yeah
0: so that was dvd and then ever since i don't sweat the small stuff as much i've just been like this isn't real uh, it'll work itself it's itself out like when i told my assistant like there's cannabis people elsewhere fucking things up worse than you. Don't worry about it. Like, the old Adrian would have been like, what? You did what? Mm-hmm. Give me the reports now, you know? Yeah. Get on the phone with the BCC. Like, but I'm not that bitch anymore. And I think I credit that to, you know, DMT and being humbled by this divorce.
2: Can I ask you if those, if you think that, why am I asking if I can ask? I'm going to yeah. fucking ask, ask you a me. question. Shoot. Uh, Yeah, take in charge. <laughs> my own questions yeah. um do you think those things are inside you or were you being transported to something bigger than what we're able to see
0: i think i was being transported cool. i think i was tapping into something
2: okay mm. very fucking cool yeah
0: ayahuasca is similar and i actually i talked about this on uh synchronicity noah lampert's podcast you know yeah, 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 yeah. um <clears throat> when i the second time i did ayahuasca i saw the world end And i was holding someone's hand the whole time i felt the pressure in my left hand which is like your your emotional side and it was aristotle at the end of the vision like at the the end of the five hours of puking and going through everything i got to see like you know the sun come out and it was like yes the world has ended we're gonna rebuild he's here with you but he was just staring at me not smiling or doing anything and then i had a dream just recently this is like four years ago when we decided to get married it's like he saw something similar in his ayahuasca vision where like the world ended and I was there Mm. um so we were like I guess we should get married I guess we should get married and then we did now that I look back I had this dream about that vision it was he was holding me back and made the world end
1: whoa
0: and I chose to read it the other way and, like, ayahuasca is, you read it how you want to read it. It shows you what's there in your mind. Yeah. And I knew that he would destroy me and my life. But um, uh, the sun's out right now. Yeah.
2: and I'm. That's a movie twist. <laughs> like, when you think that it's one thing and then at the end it shows you. That's a straight-up movie twist on your life. Yeah. Damn.
1: Yeah. You think the world's ending no matter what. You're like, no, the world's actually ending because mm-hmm. yeah. of this. And I had to let go.
2: Was that are those emotions that were inside you at the time or is that a saying future teller situation future teller? Okay, I'm that, so interested in this stuff. So it's cool to hear where the POV is coming from
0: I also saw my friend in a vision in the sky that trip when I went outside because you're you're kind of lucid when your eyes are open You can walk around you can go pee You can even have like a normal conversation for the most part Unless you go like really deep and then you just moan a bunch um but I went outside and I was walking in this rocks concentric circle that they have out there for people who are tripping. I looked up at this guy and my friend Trevor had just died. Did you know Trev so electric from Twitter? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He had just died and I was really hurting and he came out of the sky and was carrying a red solo cup. Like he was at a party Mm. and he was like, it's okay. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. And I miss you. And he's like, I'm fine. And then he went away for a second and then he came back and he was like, you're fat. And I was staring up at the night sky, which in Joshua Tree is stunningly full of stars. Uh, like so far back, my neck is gonna break. Just like, <gasps> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and it. I went to the doctor pretty soon after that because I was gaining weight in a weird way that was unfamiliar to me and I got diagnosed with PCOS. It turns out like the weight was an indicator of a problem that I needed to get control of. I had to quit coffee, I had to change my diet, I had to change my lifestyle. Um, If I wanted to not even just if I wanted to have a baby one day, but if I wanted to live and not have diabetes and other problems that PCOS causes. So like I knew in my heart that my weight was a problem, you know?
1: wow yeah
0: and tre- trevor told me
1: Fucking fascinating, <laughs>
0: in like the funniest way if he were alive he would have been like that's fucking dope yeah. he's like babe go into those fat ass titties maybe
2: <laughs> take a long drink after yeah, that yeah. yeah for sure wow <laughs> um wow. but now you're on the old um the tiny acid bites
0: i fucking love it dude i did that when i went snowboarding and like i don't snowboard that frequently Um, But I stay in shape. So it's like it's not a physical thing. It's always a fear thing for me. It's like going fast is scary and going down the mountain is scary. Acid just kind of removes that five hours of relearning how to do it Mm. out of it. And the fear is not there. Like I was riding dick out down that mountain within 20 minutes of getting on the board. And like, my husband was like, what the fuck? I didn't know you could ride like this. And I was like, I didn't either. Ah!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we're like on the ski lift and I'm peeking and the sun is glistening off the snow and the in the evergreen trees. And I was just like, oh, it was yeah. amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was the best. Oh,
2: mashed potatoes and butter. Oh. God damn. We had
0: pretzels that we went to like a German place after and had beer, which is always nice when you're coming down from psychedelics, oh, yeah. a nice heavy um, beer with hops in it. And then, uh. Yeah, pretzels and tapas and stuff. It was the best. We just laughed and laughed and laughed. It was the best day. What a dream. Trying to have fond memories of, of him without yeah. them being ruined, you know? Like, was he
2: texting somebody else during that trip? I
1: don't
0: know. I don't care. I was on acid. I was having a good time.
2: Yeah. the Yeah. Your memories are your memories, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Our song played on the radio today, and I didn't change it for the first time. And I sang along. No so- shit.
2: Um, is it uh, Shaggy's It Wasn't Me? <laughs>
0: That one I skipped. It was triggering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, What the
1: Hook Gonna Be by Murphy Lee. Yeah. We don't need a fucking no hook, hook on this beach. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a, <laughs> anything that you turn off when you hear it on the radio, Mike?
2: Ooh. Um, triggered. Triggered. Yeah. What triggers me on the radio? I, there's got to be something. It's
0: peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> yeah. Peanut butter jelly time way way.
2: Um yeah, I don't know. Like there are shows that I don't watch because I didn't get hired for it. So I'm like not going to give it my rating support. So I'm pretty petty. I thought you were going to
0: say cuz my ex is on it. Oh anything? yeah.
2: No. Yeah, no. I mean, sure. Some, you know, I'm not going to give ratings to stuff, but yeah. Uh, I'll think of something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't have it right now. The,
1: the, that moment that milestone when I didn't turn something off the first time. I Heard "Stay," it was Rihanna's "Stay," <sighs> which was that song for me. And I was like, I fucking love that song. Why would I not want to listen to it? It's a beautiful fucking song. It's a beautiful song. Also, if you've ever heard uh, Patty Smith do it, it's <coughs> a great version.
0: I walked down the aisle to an Adele song, and uh, a few weeks ago we did a, a staff retreat for the Higher Path, and I t- took some acid mm-hmm. uh, with my assistant, and I everyone was doing. Um, their art like i went up and did comedy i did like a hot nine um and then my staff was all like oh we didn't know you were good we'll come see you now uh, <laughs> i was like Fuck yeah. you fuckers." i was wearing a pink monkey onesie by the way while i was doing this set yes. on acid uh it was so great because i don't drink so i got to do something else while i'm you know yeah. acid and weed a little bit and then um i was sitting and watching and, and my best friend who's the gm jessica martin and um one of our employees heather started singing this adele song that i walked down the aisle to and I lost my shit. Just tears just down my face. I wasn't like sobbing out loud, but I was just like, and I didn't want to like get up and draw attention to myself. So I just like cried and tried to pretend like it was because it was so beautiful, which it was, they both are very talented. Um, And then another employee who's going through a breakup came over and like held me. And then I went upstairs and three girls, three women pet me while I laid on a bed crying and purging. I think I was having a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And my therapist was like, maybe don't do acid for a while, huh? while you're going through some shit and I was like honestly I think the acid pushed me harder through that yeah um because all I could see in my head was him crying when he saw me walking down the aisle Mm. and I'm not even getting choked up talking about it right now yeah Yeah. and I just remember the feeling of like hearing that Adele song and like his face and I was like he loves me so much I love him so much and we're, we're both crying you know and now it's just like a beautiful song and they sung it beautifully and uh i can i can probably hear it now without being triggered
1: it sounds like it, it's just reminding me of that purging moment in midsummer when they all get together with her and they like cry her through that moment of having you know her own experiences
0: that's like, exactly what it's like yeah and i dress like her for halloween yeah and the guy i was dating was the bear
1: what yeah
2: dope i fucked him wearing that thing hot oh i bet you <sighs> yeah. fit you climb inside that bear <sighs> <laughs> Hot comedy
0: writer, you know it.
2: Yeah. 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 I I only had one more question. I know you have like 12 and a half minutes left.
0: What's your question?
2: It is actually about cannabis. Is it about cannabis? Um only we talk a lot about it on here. It's called weed and grub mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things is to come up with crazy theories about why things are the way they are, mm-hmm. where things are headed, mm-hmm. and what's going to happen next. Sure. And as somebody who's in the game in a very different way, mm-hmm. I'd love to just hear your take on everything.
0: Sure. The, the ghost of Christmas, past, present, and future? Yes. OK. Ooh. We're Marley and Marley. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I'm a nut job today. Uh, <laughs> I haven't eaten, and it's like <laughs> coming out yet. Um, what do I, be more specific.
2: OK. Uh, I don't care about the past okay to be honest so if right now you can Google that yeah um and I don't really I think where we're at right now is just simply where we're at mm-hmm. what what what's the future what's old? the future
0: <clears throat> I think that um, and I've said this on another podcast uh, oh Jesus Christ the afterlife with um, Bill Dawes
2: no don't plug a <clears throat> shit question with a different podcast I don't <laughs> we need, need
1: an exclusive
0: yeah like, um, oh, I great. only tapped into it a little bit though okay. so this is I think everybody should have um, kind of like a 23andMe test, but testing your endocannabinoid system to see your CB1 and CB2 receptors, how much you can handle and what kind of cannabinoids and terpenes will interact best with your body. And then I think that there will be shops that will custom make um, blends for you out of hopefully cannabis-derived terpenes, but like terpenes are in all plants, we know that.
2: Like a 3D printing, (laughs) but on a plant, level yeah
0: and like whatever you're trying to fix they'll like up the linalool if you're trying to relax more like you know they can mess with the terpenes and cannabinoids Mm -hmm. Um, it'll be good for like cancer patients because it'll help with their nausea based on the level that they can handle and the THC that they can handle or finding out that you can't handle THC and you're and you're susceptible to CHS cannabis hyperemesis syndrome that'd be good to know as well you know so I think the future of cannabis, we're already leaning away from indica sativa hybrid, which are arbitrary at best. You know, mm-hmm. 50% mercenary more indica, 50% uh, limonene or more uh, sativa, and then like 70, 20, 60, 40 splits are hybrids. Like, that's, that's not very telling. Like, there's a lot of terpenes present in cannabis. It's
2: not like milk. <clears throat> 2%
0: homogenized. Is 2%. Yeah. 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 Totally. So um, they're already moving away like candescent with the charge, create, cruise, connect, chill, whatever they are. Um, they're like, how do you want to feel? don't worry about this indica-sativa hybrid. People saying I'm someone t- said to me, I'm allergic to sativas. And I was like, I'm sorry, you don't, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. You might have a, a reaction to one of the terpenes in mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. in a sativa plant, but no. Um, so I think that's where we're headed. We're headed to very specified uh, body specific, corporal specific. Craft. Crafted, yeah, like medicine
2: yeah that's exciting mm-hmm. it is really exciting and i love
1: the fucking microdosing that's coming out now like mm-hmm. kikoko is it
2: the, yeah Both they, the teas
1: yeah they just came out with some like some great little mints though they were like you know one or two milligrams yeah per and then
0: Kiva petra's i took a petras are great uh petra mint two and a half milligrams at weed weed last mm-hmm. week a one-to-one and then i went across the street to toyota to see if i could get my car uh quoted and i was just I let him have it about why I hated their service department because the edible was kicking in and I was like and another thing you broke my clip on my glasses I just like went off on it that I, I didn't even I don't even remember driving home it's two and a half milligrams one-to-one like that was, I, I live point nine from Toyota so calm down um, yeah. typically I don't approve of driving high but uh, yeah so I'm very like I hope I can get my endocannabinoid system tested one day so I can prove like I really can't handle more than two and a half maybe five milligrams edibles total mm-hmm. I get like stoned yeah
2: well you what do you have to go do like have snake venom injected into your
0: (laughs) i have to go to work i have a meeting at two (laughs) uh Uh, i'm gonna be late i can call in uh and then uh another meeting after that and then i have another podcast and then i have my group meeting and yeah i have a lot a lot going on
2: when's your birthday what month
0: Four nineteen. Nice. Day hey. four,
2: 420.
1: Three Aries right here.
2: Yeah. Oh, no shit? Is that yeah. why we're all hot and bothered? Whoa.
0: <laughs> wee-oo, wee-oo, too horny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the time. I'm by, I broke a pen this episode. I'm an <laughs>
0: ice uh, ice crusher myself. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Tongue rings all around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you again?
0: Cradrian uh, everywhere. C-R-A-Y-D-R-I-E-N-N-E.
2: And how many shops does Higher Path have? Just the one right now. Damn. If you live in Cali, fuck with it heavy. Yeah. It's great. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. And we have an event space next door called The Green Room. Look for a bunch of events coming there.
2: That's what's up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tight trail. Um, Will you come back? For sure. Okay. Will Sarah come? <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you all for listening. If you want to hit us up, you can go to our Instagram. It is at weed and grub. Slide into those DMs with any questions you mm. have, any comments you have give us five stars on iTunes because it takes one fucking second to do it and it means so goddamn much. Mm-hmm. Makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. i do it. Leave us a review. Leave
1: mm-hmm. us a fucking review yeah. and send pics of uh, your nudes, noodle pics. <laughs> I like nudes.
2: <laughs> you got a beautiful whisk the other day too. I got
1: some fucking hot whisk pics too.
2: Jesus Christ! Pics, I
1: get whisk pics. You're mm. in a world I can't even fathom. Yeah, whisk pics and nudes, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah.
2: We are air- horny Aries. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.